Hello, everyone. It's Wednesday, and this is the Top of the Week podcast, a division of the College Heights Herald and Revolution 91.7 at Western Kentucky University. I'm Laurel Deppin. And I'm Rebecca Alvey. Today's top stories include the closure of college graffiti, how the Honors College is attempting to increase its applicant pool, and WKU's next football coach. This semester, the Honors College removed its minimum application requirements in an attempt to widen the applicant pool. Students applying must still fill out the application that includes essay questions, but the minimum ACT, GPA, or class rank is no longer required to apply. Honors College enrollment increased between 2015 and 2018, but the number of minority students remained stagnant. Out of the 326 students accepted into the Honors College in 2018, 18 were minority students. The Assistant Director of Admissions and External Relations for the Honors College, Allison Campbell, said the academic requirements for the application may have prevented some minority students from applying and enrolling in the Honors College. Campbell said the requirements could be considered benchmarks and that the Honors College was always flexible for students who didn't meet the requirements. She explained the issue is that less minority students are applying for the Honors College, not that the Honors College accepts less minority students. A 30-year staple of the WKU Greek community is set to close its doors at the end of the semester. College Graffiti, a local store specializing in Greek attire and accessories, is closing its storefront on Center Street, but will still offer online purchases. The store is run by mother-daughter pair Diane Signorello and Patty Gay, who opened the store in 1988 when Gay was a student and member of sorority Alpha Omicron Pi. The store has been active in the WKU Greek events by donating to philanthropic causes, judging pageants, and attending Greek Week events. Before Thanksgiving break, the Herald found over 500 reports of mold in buildings across campus after all Minton Hall residents were relocated due to mold outbreaks. Across the state, other universities reported similar issues with mold outbreaks. These universities include University of Louisville, Murray State, Moorhead, and Eastern Kentucky University. At Indiana University, a judge granted a temporary restraining order to students against the university so the university would be unable to destroy evidence of mold in dorms or spreading misleading facts about mold treatment. Leslie North, a WKU geoscience professor, said the widespread mold issues may be a result of warmer and wetter climates. One WKU parking and transportation enforcement officer is calling for students to understand PTS is there to help them. Senior Keaton Walker says that despite misconceptions, PTS officers want to help people. Director of PTS Jennifer Tugas says on-campus parking has actually improved recently. Tugas said PTS issued 13,600 citations annually, which dropped considerably from years past, which had a 17,500 citation average. After a 3-9 season, WKU announced on Sunday that football head coach Mike Sanford was fired. Soon after, Tyson Helton was named as Sanford's replacement. Here to discuss the switch and the repercussions is Herald Sports Editor Jeremy Chisenhall. Thank you for being here. Always happy to be on the podcast. So, Jeremy, it's been a busy few days for the Herald Sports staff, obviously. So how did all of this start and what has happened since? Um, so, you know, yeah, talking about the, the firing of Mike Sanford, uh, according to Todd Stewart, it actually started uh, last year in some in certain senses. Um, you know, WKU has struggled over the last two years. They were 11-3. and three. Uh, They won 12 games the year before that, prior to Mike Sanford being named the head coach. Um, in his two seasons, they went 9-16, uh, and 16, I believe. Uh, they were 6-7 and seven the first year. They lost their bowl game uh, to a Georgia State team that had only played 
uh, a couple of bowl games. Um, this year, really just a disastrous season. They went three and nine. They got blown out by a Charlotte team that's only had a football program for like five years. Um, you know, they they lost to an FCS team in Maine. So there were really a lot of red flags um, pointing towards a lot of struggles that really didn't seem like they were going to get better, um, which is why uh, Todd made this move. Even after um, even after they won their last two games of the season, he still decided it was time to fire uh, Sanford. In, uh, in bringing Tyson in, um, he's bringing in a familiar face. But um, as far as how he made that decision so quickly because like you said it's been a whirlwind few days in the span of 72 hours they played their last game of the regular season fired a head coach and hired a new one um so it's been a lot going on but uh you know with them winning the last two games and still firing him obviously they knew they were going to make this decision so uh Stewart has been in conversation with Tyson to make this decision um and get him hired as the next head coach very quickly and from a financial perspective, what does all of this mean for WKU? Yeah, so um, it, it's a bit of an expensive move, um, and and Stewart even acknowledged that in his press conference, announcing that he had uh, let Mike Sanford go. Um, Sanford's buyout was one point two million dollars, so the university will have to pay that. Um, Stewart said that it's coming from uh, previous buyouts that the school had been rewarded when uh, Michelle Clark heard. Uh, Jeff Brom and Bobby Petrino left WKU to go to other jobs. Um, they'll also have to, of course, take on um, Tyson Helton's salary now, um, which the base salary is the same as what Mike Sanford's was. It's $800,000 a year. He's also able to get up to uh, $400,000 um, in incentives as far as, um, as far as things like making bowl games, finishing with a winning record, um, being the Conference USA Coach of the Year. There are also some uh, academic progress rate incentives in there as well. Um, so his salary could theoretically go, you know, expand over a million dollars with those incentives. Um, and it's a four-year contract. And a lot of people saw this coming. Did you see this coming? Uh, I think a lot of people certainly saw the firing coming. And, you know, I don't disagree with that. Um, while it did seem like maybe those those back-to-back -back wins to close the year would help uh, Sanford keep his job at least until next season. Um, it, it was really no shock when the news came out. Uh, most college football head coaches get four years to kind of uh, establish themselves as the, at the helm of the program. But a three and nine season when two years ago they were 11 and three um, is just really disappointing. And I think that's the reason that uh, they really had to kind of pull the trigger quickly on that. And I don't think anyone was surprised by it. As far as um, naming Tyson Helton the new head coach. There's a little bit of surprise there. Um, as I mentioned before, he's a familiar face. He was here um, in 2014 and 2015 as an offensive coordinator. Um, but no one, you know, there were other names out there that people were mentioning a lot more than Tyson, and no one expected the, this to be done this quickly. Um, you know, it was, it was essentially less than 24 hours between the firing of Mike Sanford and the hiring of Tyson as the next head coach. Can you tell us a little bit more about Tyson Helton and the stuff that he's going to have to face as soon as he steps into the position? Yeah, so um, there's certainly a lot of um, uncertainty in the program right now. I mean, the, you know, going three and nine is pretty disappointing, but there's a lot of talent on this team. They had um, two of the most, uh, most um, accomplished recruiting classes um, in WKU football history with Mike Sanford. 
Um, so he's got a lot of talent that he's going to be able to coach. Obviously, he'll make have to make his staff decisions as well, though. Um, a little bit about him. He was the offensive coordinator at WKU from 2014 to 2015 under Jeff Brom. Uh, they were one of the uh, most prolific offenses in group of five football during that time. Um, you know, they, they won the Conference USA Championship in 2015. They went to bowl games in both of those years. So he was he was very well accomplished as the offensive coordinator at WKU. Um, after leaving WKU, he went to coach at uh, Southern California, you know, one of the most accomplished college football programs in the country. Uh, he was an assistant there in the passing game. Um, and then this past season uh, that's just wrapping up now, he was the offensive coordinator at Tennessee. Um, and their offense did struggle there, um, but you know there's, there were other factors that went into that other than um, Tyson as an offensive coordinator. So if you want to learn more about this, Jeremy has his own podcast, The Topper Extra, which will have more information later this week. Yeah, it'll be uh, out hopefully hopefully Thursday, um, and we will have our football beat reporter Matt Stahl on to go more in depth about the coaching changes upcoming. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. So we didn't have a podcast last week because of Thanksgiving break. Did you have a good time? Yeah, that was pretty good. How was yours? It was pretty good. Um, I went Black Friday shopping. Did you? Unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately, <laughs> there has to be a story there. Well, basically, Black Friday is a trap. They're like deals, but not really. That is a true hot take. <laughs> I mean, you're right, because I went in and I wanted a coat, but I bought a coat for full price because there See, were no deals on coats. Basically, you're just buying things. <laughs> Boom. They That's got it. <laughs> well, on that note, this has been... <laughs> A Top of the Week podcast, a division of the College Heights Herald and Revolution 91.7. Until next Wednesday, check out Revolution 91.7's other podcasts, The Revolution Solution and Nickel and Dime. Have a great week.